Welcome back to Caught Monologuing. I'm Ryan Kunzer. And I'm very excited for the new Star Wars movie. And that's also Errol, I assume? Uh, I sure hope so. That's what my mommy called me yesterday when I talked to her on the phone. And uh, I think, I'm pretty sure my name's still Errol. Okay. Yeah. Um, But I also am excited for the new Star Wars movie uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, So yeah. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. We haven't done a podcast in a minute because after thanksgiving we were going to have a nice big episode we talked about justice league Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what how about hold off we can do a huge episode with justice league and coco Mm -hmm. and that'd be a great idea uh so uh we pushed back the episode for like a couple days uh and then as i think we both learned (laughs) um or already knew and just were in denial beforehand uh this time of year is the end of the semester, and we have a lot of work that yeah. we have to do instead of podcasting. So pretty much the longer we procrastinated on this podcast, the more news we the got. The more news we got. And it's not just like tiny little tidbits that we can, you know, forget or whatever. There's some, some big stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I think we should just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, either at the end of this episode or at the beginning of next episode, depending on how the time <laughs> how the time shakes out, uh, we'll talk about Justice League and Coco. Yep. But before then, let's hit some news. Let's get some news. Some big news. Some huge news. The day that nerds have been dreaming about for 10 years. Yeah, this is some Galactus-level news. <laughs> and, of course, by that I mean Disney is getting very, very close Mm-hmm. to buying 20th century fox yeah that's it's... pretty big mm-hmm. that's that's some big news you know fox has the x-men yes uh fantastic four correct a couple of other smatterings of alpha people. flight which is canada's number one super team <laughs> true fact good to um, know okay yeah. uh so pretty much right after our last episode mm-hmm. uh this like that's back in early november uh, yeah. A little over a month ago, uh, it came out the rumored that uh, Fox was selling 20th Century Fox and their movie division and mm-hmm. all that stuff, which is pretty big news. Yeah, uh, and that Disney was uh, the front runners to buy it, which is awesome because, as we mentioned, we now can finally get these superheroes into the MCU. Yeah, but then that was quickly shut down. Mm-hmm. And then it came out that Comcast was interested in, in you know, jumping <laughs> in the fight and that all this stuff happened. Pretty much, long story short, last week, it started picking up steam again with Disney buying Fox. Uh, and it seems all but inevitable now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's already been, you know, people talking, uh, such as Captain America and or Human Torch, talking about <laughs> how Captain America wants to meet Human Torch uh in some movie uh which that's super exciting oh Um, yeah and there's just been so much going on about this deal Mm -hmm. uh and it hasn't been confirmed but last we've heard that it's just the financial tidbits yeah little little nuggets left they got to do at the end to close the deal that's left and yeah it seems like in the next couple days um if not 
right before this podcast gets published, depending on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> depending on how uh, active I am this week with uh, editing. But um, <laughs> yeah, so this it's some huge news. It is. And, um, uh, Kevin Feige is very excited about this. Too. Yeah, he, he was pushing hard uh, to get these properties because he knows that the MCU is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in order to reach its full potential, he needs all of Marvel. Yeah. That includes all the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, even the Sony properties. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just, and that's just from a higher level, uh, like just from us looking in uh, as fans and just on the business side. But in the actual world itself, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mm -hmm. what do you think... I guess are the upcoming ramifications what's going to happen to all these movies i mean we got to have a deadpool cameo in some avengers movie well i think you're right uh i think there's going to be a, a lot and i think actually you know that, that that's where we'll, we'll start with this and we'll mm-hmm. end with uh or at least in this this single discussion on potential <laughs> what might happen yeah. in the future uh, with these movies and the crossovers, but what's going to happen with all the Fox properties? That's what I was just thinking. They've already got some X-Men stuff planned. They have a lot of X-Men stuff planned. They have the New Mutants, which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about to start very soon. They have Deadpool, uh, yeah. which is a rated R property, which Disney, uh, up until now, has been afraid to touch. Yeah. Um, and... You know, they also have uh, the uh, Dark Phoenix yeah, storyline coming soon. Yeah, um, some great images came out from that. Exactly, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on with that Fox side of things. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to happen? I don't know. Because, like, you know, last time we talked, we mm-hmm. mentioned Fox has been delving into this kind of darker rated R side of things. Yeah. Disney buys that. There's a really good chance it's all just going to disappear. I don't necessarily think that's true how so uh i mean i think part of it is well so here here's here's where where my thought process is Mm -hmm. i believe disney wants to make the best movies possible with the most you know box office success that they can get yeah and with rated r that's a little bit difficult however Mm -hmm. with certain characters deadpool um is i guess the the first one on that list you know by a decent margin Mm -hmm. uh you can't make a pg-13 deadpool yeah you can put deadpool in pg-13 for like a smaller role or something but if you're gonna make a deadpool movie or even a movie where deadpool's one of the you know main you know characters for doing an x-force or something like that Mm -hmm. um or a a, yeah thunderbolts type series or some something along those lines yeah if you're doing that uh with with Deadpool you, you have to let Deadpool be Deadpool and i think Marvel knows that mm-hmm. uh i'm not sure if Disney knows that but i'm pretty sure Kevin Feige knows it and yeah he so far has been a big proponent of making sure that the best thing or the their properties are taken care of the best way possible mm-hmm. um you know not dying away in sony's hands and i may or may not be referring (laughs) to spider-man but you know i also definitely referring (laughs) to to spider-man yeah yeah uh so i think 
there's a chance that I think, or I'm, I would guess Deadpool's going to stay rated R. Mm-hmm. And all that, and like all future Deadpool things are going to be rated R. Uh, that being said, I think there might be like a mini step back. Yeah. Um, for some of the other stuff, I, I also think there's a chance that, uh, Marvel does kind of what's been rumored that DC's going to do uh-huh. with having, in addition to the universe, the MCU or the DC, uh, EU. Yeah. Uh, for, in DC's case, they're going to have separate movies mm-hmm. that kind of work either as standalones or yeah. not in the MCU. And I think that is where, that's kind of where, where Fox has been yeah. with Logan and with the Deadpool movies mm-hmm. and even with Gambit, I assume. That's true. Um, and I think Marvel might do something like that. That being said, I think Deadpool can right now be an MCU movie. I think, like the, the mm. it's it's a rated R version of the MCU. I don't like, yeah. It's and by by MCU is I, I don't mean it's an MCU. Like I, I the world that Deadpool the movie Deadpool was in yeah could easily be the same world. Yes, that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is. It's yeah. not. It's obviously a rated R version. And that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely see how they could easily incorporate Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah. You know, who is, you know, one of our best superheroes or not superheroes, you know, uh, <laughs> but who is a great Deadpool, one of the best characters that we have. Mm-hmm. He, I could easily see him staying on and working. Oh yeah. I'm sure he would have a blast doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good. And the other thing is about a year ago. Mm-hmm when Logan was still in production and there was all this talk about it being la- uh, Hugh Jackman's last Wolverine movie. Yeah. He said the one movie he would come back for <laughs> is an Avengers movie. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think mm-hmm. that's going to happen. No. But it could. I mean, I would love it if it happened, but I think they would take that chance to recast the role. I mean, I think they would too. However, if they wanted to do some like there there's i think a way to do it yeah that could potentially work um getting hugh jackman back in there Mm -hmm. uh or if anything like just like a cameo yeah Uh, or like and if they want to keep logan in the mcu which a little bit more of a stretch yeah um but they wanted to keep uh daphne keen uh x-23 there so i it's possible. It's it's interesting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, with that. Yeah, I'm still concerned about the the new mutants and their kind of psychological horror feel they've well, got going on. Something else that I'm kind of speculating is that the already announced slate of movies uh-huh. by um, Fox and you know on the X Men side. Uh huh. Uh, with the exception of movies that like haven't even started production yet, all of those movies are going to be completed. They're going to they're going to finish them out if they had, like if they're in development now, they're just going to finish out mm-hmm. strong with what they have and figure out a graceful way of how to leave, you know, that X Men world and come over to yeah 
the MCU. I think they're going to do that. I think new, that's what's going to happen with New Mutants. They're still going to have that whole trilogy, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, I think canceling that trilogy would just be a waste of money and time. Yeah. Um, and I think either that or we'll do the first one, see if it makes money, and then decide on the future of the next couple. True. Um, so we'll see. But that being said, we have lots to speculate within the MCU itself. Yeah. And Kevin Feige recently said he has upwards of 20 movies planned. Yeah. You know, on top of the the 20th that is already coming out this May. Exactly. So there's a lot of a lot of Marvel coming out mm-hmm. very soon. Um and for the distant future now, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I thought we should have a little fun see if we can come <laughs> up with a whole bunch of movies and like what 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 would logically make sense. Yeah. Uh for Kevin Feige and Marvel to make going forward. Mm-hmm. So Ryan, do you care? I, th- I think we, we, let's start our list with the 20 at the end of this Infinity War 2 or whatever it's yeah. going to be called. After all of that, once we have like kind of a blank slate yeah. of what's to come. Um, yeah, Ryan, wh- what do you think the first couple movies are going to be? Let's see. Well, wait, is Ant-Man and the Wasp after first Avengers? Or it's, it's after the, 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 the first Infinity War, but it's okay. between the two. Okay, um, never mind. That's, I mean, that's already been announced. Yeah. That's already a thing that's happening. Yeah. All right. Um, we're probably going to get... Well, we're going to get another Doctor Strange, I think, because that has a lot of potential for multiverse stuff. Yeah. And also, they haven't even gotten to the part with uh, Mordo being the bad guy. Yeah. And they were... like that's That was the, like the end credit scene mm-hmm. where that was just beginning to turn. So Doctor Strange two, I like that. Of yeah. course, Spider Man Homecoming two or whatever. Yeah. Um, Spider Man Prom. Exactly. Uh, there's that. Guardians three, of course. Of course. Um, probably Adam a Warlock. second Captain Marvel. I suspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that's four. Um, it seems about the right time to put in like a, a new Avengers, you know, because by that point we might have a very different kind of cast. Yeah, but I think there's going to be more than four movies before the next Avengers film. I mean, it depends on how what happens in Infinity Wars too. That's true. I well, I think in Infinity War two, it, it will kind of wipe the board clean a little bit. Mm-hmm. They also mentioned there's going to be more stuff in space true so that being said i think for the first time marvel or really with these characters the fantastic four are going to space and that's something that you know in the comics they're there all the time they get their powers from space yeah and in the comics they go out there a lot so i think a fantastic four Mm mm-hmm would be pretty great along that um, theme i'll put in planet hulk i i get where you're coming from mm-hmm. but they already kind of did it I because mean, there's a lot a lot of stuff in like the middle part of ragnarok yeah that was taken directly from planet hulk planet hulk takes place on sakar yeah it 
pretty much the outfit that Hulk wears in like when he's fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the Planet Hulk outfit. It's it is basically the same thing. Uh, Meek is a character straight mm-hmm. from the Planet Hulk storyline. Um, so I I don't know if I do a Planet like I also wouldn't necessarily say there's a uh, a Hulk solo movie because like they've mentioned before, there's been complicated mm-hmm. stuff with Universal and yeah. whatever. I also don't think Hulk is necessarily the best to carry his own solo film. I mean, now that he talks, it's a little easier. That's true. But I think a Planet Hulk storyline, at least right now, is a little too similar mm-hmm. to uh, Ragnarok. That's that being said, farther down the list, if we get introduced to an Amadeus Cho, mm. who is the other uh, Hulk in the comics, yeah. or the the new Hulk, he has a mohawk and he talks, and he's he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gregory Pack, who did the original Planet Hulk storyline, yeah, it w- was recently announced that he's also doing Planet Hulk two, this time focused on Amadeus Cho, which. That is potentially if they want to do it, they could take other aspects of it and go from that version of the character. Uh huh. Um, but we'll see. I I would say let's hold off on that one for now. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea, but I think we should pump our brakes for half a second on that one. Um, but that being said, mm-hmm. uh, what other characters can go to space? I mean, a lot of them. That is true. Um, what are they, well? I, I think on top on top of all of that, we're probably going to get a couple just introductions to characters. Like maybe a character will have like an origin story, uh, you know, and not be introduced in one of the big movies. Yeah. Because um, at this point, we'll have lots of non-origin stories, and maybe an origin story will be needed. True. Um, and we can maybe bring in Nova. Oh, true. Um, yeah. I think Richard Ryder is the character's name. Um. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be interesting, uh, and that could definitely work with Nova Corps. We can get Glenn, uh, Glenn Close back in there, yeah, because uh, everyone loves Glenn, uh, Glenn Close. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, what else do we got? Black Panther too. Let's just throw that yeah. in there. Um, oh, things that can happen on Earth still. Yeah, still waiting for my Black Widow movie. Of course. Wow, I feel stupid for getting that <laughs> one. I yeah, of course, that mm-hmm. Black Widow. Oh, and the all right. So this was what I was telling you uh, before. Um, or I, I was telling you this before when we were not podcasting mm-hmm. about what I think is going to happen after uh, this phase of Avengers movies, uh-huh. uh, where we get to see Scarlet Witch. Oh yeah, unleash her full potential, and we're going to get House of M because. We're going to talk about the trailer in a minute, but we already got to see the uh, Infinity War trailer. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which we can even just throw it in now. But uh, one of the things that is shown, which I normally don't like, but because it was so heavily speculated and kind of obvious that it had to happen. Yeah. Vision mm-hmm. with his Infinity Stone in his head. Uh, well, that has to get to the gauntlet somehow. Yeah. Uh, so we get a shot where he's like being 
like attacked kind of yeah like getting the infinity stone taken out yeah and i think what could potentially happen is at the end of infinity wars mm-hmm. uh, i think scarlet witch is gonna go crazy and do a full house of m yeah messing stuff up because she can yeah that'd be uh, really cool that'd be really cool um and i think if we get enough movies in between now and then it won't there's some similarities with that in dark phoenix uh-huh just because it's like a mega powerful witch person yeah um but that being said there's definitely ways that they can make them different and i think that potentially could be either a, like a movie where it's the scarlet witch standalone or that even could be an avengers movie yeah um, so I'm just because we have eight movies and none of them are Avengers movies. Uh-huh. Let's just do Avengers. Avengers House of M. Yeah, I'm just gonna do. Yeah, so I spelled Avengers wrong. Forgot the R. Shame. Yeah, but whatever. Um, so there's that. We need some X Men movies in there. Of course, of course. Um, so what X Men? Um, do we got that? Oh, dead. Let's imagine or i am choosing to accept the reality that deadpool <laughs> lives in the mcu uh-huh you can disagree with that all you want but i'm going to put deadpool 3 down mm, i'm not sure he'll like that would be an mcu movie he'd definitely get a solo movie i don't know if that would be an mcu movie I can, i'll tell you why i think it's an mcu movie uh-huh uh and I don't think it's necessarily coming out right after the, you know, Avengers 5 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think in the comics, they have Deadpool kills. Oh. The, they have, like, Deadpool, you know, kills. Kills the Marvel. Whatever. Un- yeah, the Marvel Universe. The, like the Marvel Universe. And they have this whole series of them. Yeah. Deadpool just does a bunch of crazy stuff. And I think Deadpool 3 with the Deadpool kills the MCU could be <laughs> just some weird concoction of craziness. Yeah. That I would love to see. And we can like and like we wouldn't even have to have like we wouldn't have to pay out our butts for all the other Avengers. It could just be Deadpool with small cameos from Yeah. From everyone. So it wouldn't be ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. It would be the most expensive Deadpool movie to date. But if you're doing <laughs> Deadpool Kills in the MCU, it's also going to be the most successful yeah. Deadpool movie. So yeah, I think that could definitely work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna leave that in there. Um, that's ten halfway there. <laughs> um, let's see. There's gonna has to be at least one, at least one new X Men movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the plot of that's gonna be. If it's gonna be an origin story, um, or if it's going to be what. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Maybe a local like a. No, actually, that doesn't work. I was going to say, like, a historical um, Holocaust Magneto type thing. Uh-huh. But he's a kid during that. I mean, they, yeah. could, they could fudge it, but I don't think they Yeah, they would. Whatever. There's going to be some X-Men movie, um, and we'll see what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, what else yeah. we got? Hmm. Uh, let's break it down to, like, well, what they could do with... Hmm. I don't think there's going to be another Iron Man movie. No, 
I don't think we're gonna get the big three again. We we might get like a new Captain America. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna throw in a Thor. Really? I think there could be a Thor because Taika Waititi has already come out and said that he would love to work, or that he'd want to do to like do work with Marvel again. But mm-hmm. he only really cares about the characters that he's already worked with. Yeah. So he would want to do another Thor movie. So, and I also don't think. I think Thor's the least likely to die. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, at the fallout. So I, I would put money that there's going to be Thor 4. A Thor 4. I feel like it would, I don't know, it would feel weird to me to give Thor, Thor another movie, but not Cap or Iron Man. Well, all right, actually, but that brings me to number 13. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a new Captain America movie. That's true. We'll, we'll need a new Cap. But I think it's going to be a different captain. Yeah. Um, Either that or... Well, you know what? The reason why I think I've been holding off on saying any Captain America movies because two things can happen. Mm -hmm. One, he either lives and then he's just going to get another Mm -hmm. captain. Yeah. Because, like, the Captain America movies are basically mini mini Avengers movies. Yeah. And that definitely works. I don't know if he's going to live, though, through Infinity Wars. Yeah. Because his contract is up and that's been speculated. I kind of hope he lives because that would be much more satisfying. Yeah. Uh, and also because everyone's been speculating so much, I kind of want all yeah. of them to be proven wrong yeah. and so they can just be quiet. Yeah. Um, Plus, it's more fun when they do what you're not expecting. Exactly. Uh, so I think uh, there will be... I'm going to say 13 and 14 is going to be two, Captain. Really? There's going to be at least two. Because um, I think... Mm-hmm. At most, well, I think there's going to be a movie where, um, what's his face, uh, Anthony Mackie, um, Falcon, might take over. That's true. Do you think we'll get a War Machine movie? No. I mean, I think he'll still be kicking and doing stuff because yeah. Don Cheadle's the best, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think he carries enough on it by himself. That's fair. And. The other thing that we have to think about is if they were to go back to War Machine or Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know what? Hold up. I'm not going to say no to an Iron Man movie. I'm going to change my mind about that. Why? I think right now we've already listed 14 films. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming they make three a year, yeah, we're in year five. Yeah. Uh, I could potentially see a... Uh, in you know five six or even seven mm-hmm. an iron man movie where that little kid from iron man three <laughs> he has to come back yeah he has a contract for multiple films he i mean i also heard he might be in uh one of the avengers i forget where if i actually heard that or if i was just speculating mm-hmm. he's but he's already thinking about coming back i think he's going to come back and either he is going to get uh an iron man movie uh-huh I'm not saying he's going to be Iron Man, but he's going to be back. Um, yeah. I also think there's a chance it's a Riri Williams mm-hmm. Iron Man. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. So let's just put another Iron Man in there. And that answers your question about Thor getting four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and everyone else not. So that's 15. Five more to go. Uh, I think now's the time where we just think of characters from the comics that we like. We want to see in the movies. 
Uh, just so we can yeah. throw it in there. Um, I think yeah. we should get a Miss Marvel movie. A Miss Marvel, of course. Mm-hmm. The I, I what version of Miss Marvel? I, I assume you're talking about the Kamala Khan. Yeah, yeah, because one of my favorite comics mm-hmm. ever. Um, that that was the one I was going to talk to say. <laughs> I am very happy you said it because that means we're on the on the same, same page. Exactly. Uh, I would love to see that as a movie, mm-hmm. and, and that could also work with, you know, uh, in like the same type of tone as Spider-Man, but mm-hmm. it also can reach a more female demographic, and as we have learned from Wonder Woman, that works. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so, well, right now we have, let's just look through, we have a Black Widow, uh-huh. we have a Captain Marvel, we have Miss Marvel, I'm going to say Iron Man is Riri Williams just because. Uh-huh. Um, that's one, House two, of M, maybe. Three. Yeah, House of M. Lots of Avengers. Yeah, so that doesn't really count. So I'm not going to count that one. But that's four out of 16 uh, being women-led superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Um, better than we've had. That's true. Uh, I think we should get at least two more in there. Yeah. Um, I think... See what other characters? What about a Valkyrie oh, you know, movie? That would be cool, but um, I think we can even expand on that. Uh, as Valkyrie or Tessa Thompson has said uh-huh. in an interview that she has talked to Kevin Feige about an A Force movie. Oh yeah, that's happening. So that that's the uh, female led or like all female superhero team. Yeah, I think that's going to happen, and that's going to be awesome. Uh, so there we go. That's five. Mm-hmm. Um, right, what other what other movies can we get? That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna have to. I feel like I have to throw in another Spider Man because someone's oh, gonna yeah. make one every two years, I assume. Yeah. So there's going to be probably more than just two Spider Man here, but yeah. Just for our sakes, so we can have a little bit more fun. Um, let's just throw two in there. All right, so we got two more movies to go. Right. We have our 20. <laughs> this is fun, yeah. Um, all right, uh, hmm. I think let's rule out all of the TV characters, yeah. Uh, I think it makes sense. Um, that Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, um. Yeah, you know, shield. Unless something drastic happens in five in years humans, from now, yeah, they should just stay. Yeah, where they are. Yeah. Um, we need a proper like X Men movie. Yeah, I and mean, we have one in there. We just we? have X Men. Okay. Which that we, we couldn't think, or at least I couldn't think of what would happen. It was just X Men being X Men. Yeah. Um. What about X Men versus the Avengers. That's a good one. Avengers versus X-Men and then for good force or for good measure mm-hmm. X-23 there you go yeah this is not I think the correct order of movies but no. I think it's a decent 20 that can clearly we can clearly see happening uh, I think if I were to make looking back at it if I could make any changes mm-hmm. not that i would want any changes but i'm not sure about nova it might be a different type of space movie 
yeah. that I haven't thought about. Um, I don't know about Miss Marvel because I have a feeling that's going to be on TV because I don't know. It should be a movie. Yeah. Miss Marvel's the best. Um, but still. Um, and also, that's where they're going with a lot of the female characters. Like the. Because Cloak and Dagger is half. Like. Yeah. Dagger is female. Uh, they have Squirrel Girl, who I would have loved to see in a movie, but she's going to be leading the. Um, new, new Warriors. The New Warrior show, which is going to be a. Uh, on, well, not on Freeform anymore. Oh, that's right. I figure where I landed. That was also news we forgot to get a link to. Yeah. That we might remember by the time we post this episode, but <laughs> you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's not on Freeform anymore, but it's going to be somewhere. Uh, and I also really like Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl and Miss Marvel are like two of my favorite that I think are not going to be necessarily there i think we probably should have had more x-men centric um films because i assume well actually wait how many movies a year is marvel gonna make i mean three right i can see four really well now that they have all the x-men movies that's another movie per summer that Mm -hmm. people would watch do like a, a May and an August release sort of thing? Exactly. Well, so they're having Black Panther come out in February. Uh-huh. And three weeks later, or three months later, is May, mm-hmm. Avengers. Three months later is five, what's August? Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, and then three months later is November. Um, I forget what Captain Marvel and Man and the Wasp, I believe, take up those two spots. I'm not sure if actually, there might not be a November movie next year, but... Because mm-hmm. I don't know the schedule off the top of my head. They should, though. You really should. But it's feasible that they could get four Marvel movies a year. It makes sense to me. Yeah. I, I could see them doing that on occasional years, but not every year. Well, that's what they're doing right now. And I think what they're doing by buying the X-Men mm-hmm. is they're pretty much buying those slots. And that's two movies a year. So, basically, yeah. once the deal goes through over 2018, there's, I believe, two X-Men movies coming mm-hmm. out. Or at least two. More than that. There's New Mutants, there's uh, Dark Phoenix, and um, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. There's at least three X-Men movies coming out. And once Fox gets, that's three on top of Marvel's three or four. That's six. Do you think that fox being part of disney is not going to i think it will which is bit. which is why i'm saying it's not going to be six or seven every year yeah it's going to be four mm-hmm. i think one every three months is a decent pace it's a quick pace but i think it's, yeah it's, it's it's decent enough where okay. where it makes sense because they have all there's going to be less move less superhero movies now that marvel has x-men Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. I don't think it's going to be that much less, though. I think Marvel's going to amp it up a little bit. Yeah. And I think Marvel's also, because they have X-Men, I think they're going to take a little bit more risks, which is why I think Deadpool and all this other stuff is going to stay mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. But I think that's more than enough talk about that because we've been going... 
for almost 40 minutes. <laughs> um, let's move on to some uh, more news rather than just the first thing. Uh, we already mentioned that the uh, Avengers Infinity War came out with their first trailer. Yep. Uh, really cool. Check it out. Um, uh, it gave away a little bit too much for my liking, but as usual, um, one one trailer, then I'm out. So yep. I got my trailer. Now I will be ignoring everything for the next yeah. forever. I mean, to be fair, the last 18 Marvel movies have been trailers for Infinity Wars. So That's fair as well. That is fair, but yeah, we'll see. Um, next, John Watts, the director of Spider-Man: Homecoming, is confirmed to come back and direct the sequel. Yeah, so I'm glad we put it on our list. Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a good job, so I'm very glad. Yeah, and re- regardless of me not loving Spider-Man: Homecoming, mm-hmm. it was still a really good movie, and I'm really excited to see the next one. Yeah, and. See if they take it to a place where I love it instead of just really liking it. Yeah, because I really want to want to love the Spider movie <laughs> Spider Man's because that's whatever I've <laughs> talked about that enough in the past. If you want to yeah. hear me ranting about my not quite there yet opinions on Spider Man, go back and listen to our Homecoming episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be still available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So, yeah. and if it's not, let us know because it's gone yeah. wrong. Yes, that is true. So enough shameless plugging. Let's keep it moving. Yep. Uh, Jude Law to join Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, he's going to be playing Captain Marvel. <laughs> um, <laughs> which you're laughing, but that's I know that's the name of the character. Uh, he's he, he's playing the Captain that that hands down the power to Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Yeah, to Carol Danvers. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. good. I like Jude Law. Mm-hmm. He, he's good at doing the acting thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he's joining Brie Larson and Ben Mendelsohn. I don't know if we've talked about Ben Mendelsohn being cast, but I like him. Yeah. He was in Rogue One and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bloodlines, casted by cousin Debbie. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Captain uh, Marvel's coming together. I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, moving swiftly on. Yes. Uh, let's move to uh, television. Mm-hmm. Still with Marvel, uh, Alice Eve is joining season two of Iron Fist. Yeah, which you may recognize her as the blonde lady from Star Trek Two. Yep, Into Darkness. <laughs> uh, right, that's the right one. Yeah, that's the right one. Yeah, I'm proud of you. That that's the one with a uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, uh, being con mm-hmm. so. with the floppy haircut. Yeah, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. Me too. Yeah. He's good at the wizard thing too. He is. He really. Is. All right. Um, yeah, but on to more exciting news in Marvel television. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jessica Jones season two, they just dropped the first trailer and the release date. Yeah. So it's coming out in March. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. The trailer is also pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah. So stay tuned for mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, so. If you like the first Jessica Jones, which I'm assuming you do because you're a human being. Yes. Uh, you'll probably like this next one. Or, yeah. Or you just, if you don't like it, you probably just haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, you know, which, Ryan, I know you've watched. Have you finished it? No. <sighs> Ryan. <They're> sweetie. All... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, all right, well. Mm-hmm. Shame. Shame on you. That's, I know, I know. That's fine. I'll just. <sighs> Let's keep moving. <laughs> now um, that I've depressed Errol. Yeah. 
well, so now let's let's keep it in uh, Marvel, but let's move it to uh, Sony Marvel. Sony Marvel. Uh, the Spider-Man, the re- or previously untitled Spider-Man animated film now has a title mm-hmm. and a trailer. It's going yeah. to be called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Ooh. which is cool because there's going to be a whole bunch of Spider-Man in it, and that's cool. And yeah. also Miles Morales is awesome. Yeah. And the trailer looks really interesting. It does. Um. I mean, I think the animation on it, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because I, I, online, I saw a bunch of people were really excited about the animation because it looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's stop motion. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they got the same people that did the Lego movie. That's what I was thinking too, to yeah. To do this. It looks, looks kind of clayish. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm going to have to see the movie to make my full opinion yeah because there's a chance that it works really well for you know for this movie mm-hmm. i just don't know yet yeah um so we'll see that being said uh it did have some really cool moments like when he was jumping off the side of the car and they had like the comic book yeah. stuff in the background uh that made me believe if they really go into it with like the style and they even if it's not necessarily the the choice that makes the most sense mm-hmm. if they commit to it and do a good job at it then i think they'll be fine yeah so in the trailer it didn't make me worried but it did make me uh at least think about it for half a second yeah so it made me more hesitant about it but i think this style of animation uh if you freeze the frame it looks beautiful at every frame because mm-hmm. like, it looks like you know a picture yeah. Or a slightly stylized picture. And so, you know, taking freeze frames of this, you know, especially of the cityscape, which we saw a lot of in the trailer, yeah. is going to be gorgeous. So, yeah, we, we will see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving because. Yeah. Another trailer that came out yeah. that I'm slightly more excited for, but still, mm-hmm. still high up yes, there. And this may or may not be Marvel, depending on what happens in the next week. Most likely <laughs> will be. Um, Deadpool 2 yeah. finally dropped their, their trailer uh, to the uh, wonderful stylings of Bob Ross. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. It's weird and funny and awesome and all that stuff you'd want from a Deadpool trailer. So Yep. It's certainly something that nobody expected. Nope. But so. we all appreciate it nonetheless. Exactly. Go watch it. It's great. Um, so let's finally get away from Marvel because we've, we've talked a, a, a lot about Marvel. I mean, we can keep going. We can, um, but I, I think there's other news we need to get to. Um, but let's stay with Ryan Reynolds, because he has been cast in a new movie. Uh-huh. A movie that I've been a little bit skeptical about, but one that now that Ryan Reynolds playing the titular role, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I'm back in? Yeah. Uh, I'm referring to Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the 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 Pokemon movie, the live action Pokemon movie where Pikachu plays a detective and talks. Yeah, and like normally, I'm very anti Pokemon talking like humans unless it's like Mewtwo or yeah, stuff like that. Like in the Pokemon movie that was recently. Uh, and like movie theaters, mm-hmm. one of the fandom or the fandom events—I don't know what they're called. 
Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, though. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So they, they had a movie, and there's this one part where Pikachu talks. Yeah. And it's so creepy. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I mean, I, I didn't actually watch the movie, but I watched a clip on YouTube of someone recording the screen mm-hmm. and the crowd's reaction. <laughs> it was an audible... Oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. And by that, I mean multiple people said, Oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> when it, so. And it wasn't really a good what is it happening. It was a, like a confused, like, shocked. Yeah. Not necessarily like this is great. Uh, like, this is like incredible what's happening, like how I felt after they revealed that Johnny Depp uh, was in Fantastic <laughs> Beasts. Uh-huh. Like, not like, holy crap, this is ridiculous. I love it. It's holy crap, this is ridiculous. We should probably stop this now. <laughs> um, yeah. But now they have Ryan Reynolds, who is not who I would have thought they would have cast yeah. Pikachu. I thought they would, just would have gone with, like, a Pikachu high pitch type voice like they do in the comics, but just make yeah. him or her, depending on Pikachu talk. Mm-hmm. Well, but... Now that they have Ryan Reynolds, if they commit to this being really weird, mm-hmm. uh, then it could work. Yeah. And I, I would love nothing more than for this movie to be great. So, Would you say that Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu is shocking? Oh, God. <laughs> sure, Ryan. That's, that's... Thank you. Well done. I've been waiting waiting on that one. Yeah. No, I, I, I can tell when this news came out couple days ago you mm-hmm. definitely thought of that joke right mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. sat on it i'm gonna use this one on the podcast on the podcast i'm gonna get errol and you did so congratulations thank you that's i work that's hard dedication that's dedication mm-hmm. so I, I gave you props for it all right so I, let's let's move on to some more news good news yeah um however that is based off of previous bad news um, so Gal Gadot got Brett Ratner removed from producing Wonder Woman 2, mm-hmm. which this is big because Brett Ratner is one of the uh, people that have been exposed in Hollywood yeah. uh, for being a bad guy and yeah, sexually assaulting or harassing, harassing whatever. whatever it is. It, in our last episode, mm-hmm. we talked about two like weinstein and uh james paul two people yeah uh that was just like the be like just the tip of what was happening yeah because immediately after we finished recording kevin spacey Mm -hmm. and then just the ball kept rolling and it's just louis ck it's it's Mm -hmm. it's gone from like people that aren't just these huge Hollywood powers, but also these huge Hollywood powers that we've known and loved. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I know there's lots of stuff like from within the comedian community about Louis C.K. Uh-huh. Um, you know, about, I mean, for me, uh, John Lasseter with Pixar. Yeah. That one hit me hard because I love Pixar more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a difficult time uh, in the entertainment industry, also like a good time because these women are finally speaking up. And yeah, I think that's that's the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the best thing that comes out of all of this is just kind of sad for a bunch of people, for a lot of people that people that they've loved that they've idolized yeah. are turning out to not be as good people. Yeah. As they thought. So, 
I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, great for the women. Also, great for Gal Gadot for speaking up. Yeah, seriously. Uh, she said that she wouldn't. Um, she she wouldn't do Wonder Woman two if Brett Ratner was still producing. Yeah, and well, she got what she wanted, and I think that's great. Well done, Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Well done, you know Warner Brothers and Atlas for complying or in the following through with yeah. uh, what she's saying. So. Good on them. Mm-hmm. Moving on, keeping it uh, within Warner Brothers and DC. Uh, we have some news in regards to Batman. Yeah. Both the movie and the character. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck, who played Batman yeah. in Justice League and Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm. he might be on his way out. And Suicide Squad. And of course. Of course. Academy Award winning Suicide exactly. Squad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He... I think has wanted to get out of the role for a little while and he's trying to figure out we had to uh I think the quote was like gracefully gracefully segue out something like that yeah yeah so he he wants out but like he wants to do it in a way that's not bad for the franchise yeah turns out Matt Reeves the person that took over from Ben Affleck for directing uh-huh the Batman also wants him out hmm or I, yeah. this is all rumors yeah we don't know any of the you know the final details but it seems as if matt reeves wants to recast yeah the role so we'll see uh, however ben affleck still uh should be in for the flash movie the uh the, the standalone flash movie um, yeah the what's flashpoint flashpoint exactly yeah so we'll see what happens mm-hmm. um i mean i'm sure we'll do a lot more speculating about who will take over that role yeah um once the news is official but stay tuned mm-hmm are we interested to see just how they handle the transition? Because, you know, there's some rumblings about revamping the whole DCEU and other rumblings yeah. about them not. And, you know, recasting someone as vital as Batman is going to be big yeah. changes. Yeah, and I, and I think you're right. I also think DC, you know, they, they might lean into, uh, um, into what's it called? Uh the standalone movies like they're doing mm-hmm. with the scorsese joker movie yeah i think that might be where they go um and and we'll talk a little bit about it when we get to justice league yeah um about my big takeaways but i think the dceu even if they do revamp a little bit mm-hmm. they're not in terrible terrible shape yeah so we'll get to that uh a little bit later in this episode mm-hmm. um but yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what happens yep Elsewhere in the DC universe, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of also following on our various discussions about the Powerless TV show. Yeah, from, from last year. Mm-hmm. The, the short-lived. Yep. Mildly beloved. And by mildly, we st- it's a strong mild. <laughs> it's a very strong mild. Mm-hmm. Weak beloved, strong mild. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a new uh, adult animated series coming out mm-hmm. uh, focused on Harley Quinn. And by adult animated series, let me just be 100% clear. <laughs> this is a – it is meant for adults yes, or maybe even older teenagers with parental supervision. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in the way – yeah, that it could all otherwise be interpreted as it's a it's a TV show with more mature themes and content, but not that mature. <laughs> uh, it's going yeah. to be like rated M A, not rated X. 
There we go. There we go. That's a way to say it. <laughs> it doesn't get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's it's being made by the uh, producers from Powerless, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah. I mean, I know the, the show Powerless had some issues. Yeah. Um, in its development stage, I think with a character as iconic as Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. they focus and they probably could do a really good job. So yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah, and they'll probably have more support than they did for powerless would be my guess yeah i I think i mean i I think again it comes down to my theory on on how things do Mm -hmm. like in terms of if people watch it or if it makes money if it's good Mm -hmm. it's probably going to do decently well yeah um especially with if it's like a property that's already known if it's a good harley quinn tv show people will watch it Mm -hmm. just like if they make a you know good superhero tv show like people were skeptical about thor after the first two thor movies yeah but they made a good thor and people saw it Mm -hmm. so i i firmly believe that uh if you build it they will come if they if you build it well true you build it well then we'll see it so Mm -hmm. but good thing i just mentioned that thing about thor a second ago because that gave me a wonderful transition to our next point yeah, and it's even better when you point out that you're using the transition. Oh, yeah, no, a little bit of inside baseball, mm-hmm. which brings us back to Field of <laughs> Dreams. Oh, my God, we're so good. Um, okay, uh, so Taika Waititi, the director of Thor, mm-hmm. he is now wanted to direct a movie for Star Wars. Yeah. Which I am very interested in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no idea what it's going to be about. I just really like Taika Waititi, and I really like Star Wars, yeah. uh, and apparently so does Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he did a good job with Thor. He did a good I job think, with Thor. I'd love to see him do one of the uh, anthology movies. Yeah, the... I, I, I think that's definitely where he would land. He's not. I don't think he necessarily fits into the greater scheme of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's generally for directors and creators that not necessarily are just down the middle uh-huh because but like i'm trying to say like jj abrams is i think the perfect example of what i'm talking about where yeah like he makes good movies that everyone likes yeah uh a little bit less polarizing mm-hmm. um not saying that some people didn't like thor because thor was beloved but it's a little bit it doesn't necessarily like the tone doesn't a hundred percent fit within like it's it differs enough that it stands out by by mm-hmm. itself and the star wars movies shouldn't stand out completely yeah like thor does yeah so i think an anthology star wars movie mm-hmm. by Taika would be really interesting yeah i have no idea what he would do it about hopefully it's about pod racing um <laughs> oh man that would be so great <laughs> yeah we can harken back to those wonderful times in the prequels mm-hmm. um, the, the the good scene in the prequels yeah exactly um so yeah that'd be really cool mm-hmm. um but yeah uh so and another project that uh star wars and lucasfilm is working on mm-hmm. is a brand new trilogy yeah and by brand new i mean brand new yeah separate than like the main star wars storyline yeah this is not the the skywalker saga exactly uh ryan johnson who is directing mm-hmm. uh the Last Jedi, which is coming out very soon, and I'm very excited about. As I've already mentioned, about an hour ago, <laughs> um, uh, he is stepping on uh, in is 
spearheading a new trilogy for Star Wars. Yeah. And I have no idea what it's going to be about. And I'm very excited of whatever it'll be. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I am fascinated by this because mm-hmm. this either implies that the um, th- this new trilogy is going to be like a trilogy of anthology movies, uh, which would be interesting in and of itself, or that after this trilogy, this Skywalker saga trilogy, um, that that's going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. And that from there, we're just going to move on to a whole new you know, trilogy of trilogies. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, uh, I mean, in case you're wondering, I just broke a chair by sitting. Um, <laughs> that's what all that ruckus was. But uh, I think the Skywalker story is going to stay. And by that, mm. I mean, there's going to be some thread that continues within within story. And I, I don't, I think it's going to be separate than this Ryan Johnson trilogy. Uh-huh. But it's, Star Wars is just such a massive thing. Yeah. I think keeping it within, like, keeping just that one story going, either forward or even backwards, trying to make a good prequel. Um <laughs> pre-prequel something like that like if they try to build upon that yeah and do something good that way i think the, the skywalker story that's what everyone loves it's just it's it star wars works because it's about family mm-hmm. uh and you know i think that they're going to keep it going um i don't necessarily know or i don't think it'll be related to this new trilogy but i think that's just it's Whatever happens at the end of this current trilogy, mm-hmm. they're probably gonna take a you know a little break, yeah, but then come back in a couple yeah. years. I don't think they're going to jump into like you know you know what I think it is what I think this trilogy mm-hmm. they're going to go back and forth. They're going to go main trilogy, uh, separate trilogy. not main trilogy. Yeah, main trilogy, maybe like a different like kind of go back and forth that way mm-hmm. and they're still gonna have the anthology movies kind of mixed in there yeah because star wars is star wars and there's so much to yeah maybe a whole, whole galaxy out there maybe they can make a porg movie <laughs> uh which but, but so for the listeners at home um i'm very excited for star wars mm-hmm. a week ago i was less excited uh-huh two things have changed i guess my not even changed my mind but kind of brought out the excitement that was within uh-huh two things one the first reactions have mm-hmm. come out uh and by that i mean like after the premiere very limited twitter stuff where like people said if they liked it you know just quick takes yeah no plot details my mm-hmm. type of review yeah uh they came out it's looking pretty good Yes. Uh, so that, and on top of that, I went shopping yesterday, and I have a new best friend because <laughs> I, I, I I bought a pork. Like I, so I didn't want to buy a pork, mm-hmm. or like because you know I really like the Funko Pops. I didn't want to get a, a pork pop just in case they became like the annoying character of this trilogy, like the Ewoks or yeah. the. Um, or Jar Jar, which, by the way, I love both of those. <laughs> I am I am one of the few people that like the annoying parts of uh-huh. 
of Star Wars. Um, so I didn't want to get a Porg because I didn't want to invest in it before I knew what I was going to get from it. Yeah. That being said, uh, I was at JCPenney and I found this little guy. He's not a little guy. He's about like a foot tall. Mm-hmm. And I just started carrying him around and I just didn't want to put him down. And <laughs> yeah. I realized he was on sale and now he's my best friend. So, uh, <laughs> so that and the reactions and also the fact that there's going to be a new lightsaber color. Yeah. Uh, in the new movie, which is very exciting. Um, well, depending on the color, it might, it might be less exciting if it's a bad color. If they have like a beige lightsaber, I'm just, yeah, that's no. I'm no. not for beige lightsabers. I think that's you a, heard it here, folks. Yeah, no beige lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I still am ridiculously excited. It's coming out this Thursday, or mm-hmm. well, Friday, but Thursday night. Yeah, uh, and I'm very excited to see it. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, well, actually. Another fun story, uh, <laughs> how I'm going to watch it. I am going to see Star Wars uh, The Last Jedi at 6.30 in the morning mm-hmm. on Friday. Ooh. Yeah. I think That's... that is the best possible time to see it. I mean, if you're willing to wake up. Well, let me explain my reasoning. Uh-huh. And this has been proven correct. By? Myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> For uh, The Force Awakens, I did not buy tickets in advance because I just didn't. Yeah. Um, and it was the Thursday, and I was like, well, I want to go see Star Wars now. Uh, and I wanted to go with my little sister and my stepdad. Mm-hmm. But it was all sold out, like, the 7 o'clock and the, pretty much every time. Thursday night until it was too late for my little sister. Uh huh. But I still wanted to see it. And she still wanted to see it. So we figured out if we wake up at like four thirty mm-hmm. and go to like the five thirty, six o'clock show of The Force Awakens, we'd mm-hmm. have enough time to watch the movie then get her to school on time. <laughs> uh huh. So we did that. And what I realized is that at that showing mm-hmm. it is perfect because Two things. One, it's not overcrowded. Yeah. All throughout the weekend, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and For the Force Awakens 2 is going to be ridiculously crowded. Yeah. People are going to be just packing that theater film. Oh, yeah. Like, just all hours of the day. Mm-hmm. Except for stupid early. <laughs> so, when I went to see Force Awakens... It was perfect. I could get my seat right in the front center of the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was enough space that there wasn't too many people around me. However, there was still enough people in the theaters that you could get the full theater experience. Uh-huh. On top of that, the people in the theater mm-hmm. were the perfect people to watch Star Wars with. The only people that go to see Star Wars at 6 o'clock in the morning are the people that love Star Wars enough to have this ridiculous plan to go see it. Yeah. So it's all these people that are like invested in Star Wars and love the movie and applaud when... Han Solo comes out, but uh, uh-huh. and then then dies. Spoilers. If you, it's been two years, guys. Yeah, you know, if you're seeing the Last Jedi but haven't seen the Force Awakens, Han Solo was dead. He was stabbed by Kylo Ren. That's a spoiler, but you did this to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kylo Ren's also his son. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. And Leia's dead, but like in real life, not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's still gonna be in uh, episode eight, and I at Maybe? least part, 
she's going to be in some capacity in episode nine. Yeah. Um. So, you know, which is great because Leia's the best. And yeah. R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. But back to happy thoughts. Um. But like the theater was perp. It was not too crowded. The people there were respectful. No one was getting phone calls in the middle. There was no crying babies. It was just <laughs> uh-huh. perfect. And also, because it was so early, I'm in a semi-delirious state. Mm-hmm. I mean, like usual, but... Well, yeah, but like, it just, in a way that enhance, enhances things, enhances the movie. Um, So, I mean, that... Yeah. It, it, it worked for me. And, I, it, you know, that's why I am, you know, for this, I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. Same exact way, with the same crazy crowd of people. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be great. How, Ryan, how are you watching? Uh, my family has a tradition mm-hmm. where we go and see, well, originally it was Lord of the Rings movies mm-hmm. and then the Harry Potter movies, and now it's the Star Wars movies. So I'm going to wait a week and not go on the internet and go and see it with my family yes. the week after. I don't disapprove of this but i also mm-hmm. definitely disapprove of this uh <laughs> because star wars is something that you can watch multiple times uh with or without family um but you know if, if that's what you're doing i will not judge you any more than i already have mm-hmm. i suggested jumanji <laughs> uh which in, in jumanji into the jungle which by the way looks really good yeah um i'm very excited for that um it looks i mean it's let me just say that it's probably not going to live up to Robin Williams. No. Because Robin Williams is and always will be the best. But Yeah, but they weren't trying to do that. It was very yeah, clearly they, like they, a separate thing. They were clearly taking the concept and changing it to a point that it was still in reverence to the original, but not mm-hmm. a copy of it. Yeah. And it's it's definitely completely different but we'll still have the same fun vibe yeah and all that stuff mm-hmm. so that'll yeah. be cool but you said no so you're 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 making me wait a week to just to talk about it yeah i'm not going to tell you all the big spoilery things good even though i really want to i'm counting on you and i haven't seen the movie yet but i just know there's gonna be lots of things i want to tell you about mm-hmm. that i can't all right Let's keep it moving. Uh, yeah, because we've been real good at keeping it moving. Yes. It's only been an hour and ten minutes. Yep. Um, more Star Wars stuff? More Star Wars and also a little bit of Marvel. Back to Marvel. Yeah. Go us. Uh, Star Wars and Marvel have announced that they're going to make a couple new live action series uh, for their Disney streaming platform when that comes out mm-hmm. soon. So that's exciting. Yeah. Star Wars live action TV is not something we've had before. No, and I think that it'll be cool. And I I don't know where they're going to take it. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. I, are they going to kind of do what they did in the animated TV shows with like, actually there's a couple of different things they do in the animated TV shows. Mm-hmm. They could either do like the clone wars, which fills in the gaps. Yeah. Or they could do it like they did with rebels, mm-hmm. which just takes these small people that are tangentially related. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that there's still like some crossover with the main thing. Mm-hmm. Either way it could work or if they're doing something completely separate. And yeah. new and different. So mm-hmm. we'll see. There, there are lots of ways they could take it. And for Marvel TV, we already know what that looks like. Yeah. Um, at least to some extent. <laughs> uh, they've done a whole bunch of different routes. They could really go anywhere. Yeah. So. But the interesting thing is that this isn't going to be on normal TV. It's for Disney's upcoming streaming service. Yes. 
which is big because we were all wondering what was going to happen to the uh, Netflix shows. Uh, and, well, we'll see. We still don't know what's going to happen to those, but we know there's always going to be new things. Yeah. Just for this new platform. Yep. So, continuing on, uh, moving from Star Wars to the Trek variety, uh, Quentin Tarantino, of all directors, mm -hmm. uh, has started the process of teaming up with J.J. Abrams yep. to potentially make another Star Trek movie. Yes. Which is interesting on so many levels, but I'm so excited. I think you also forgot the most important detail. What did it's going to be rated R. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's... Uh-huh. There's yep. another interesting level here. Star Trek is not a rated R sort of thing. Mm. Yes. Mm. I'm not sure I like that. <laughs> I I think for the reasons why you're skeptical, uh -huh. it's the reasons why I love it. Uh -huh. Star Trek, I mean, my only experience with Star Trek really is the J.J. Abrams movies. Movies, yeah. Okay. And they're great. They're really fun. Mm-hmm. However, Quentin Tarantino could potentially, I think what he's doing is going to be completely new and different yeah. than what we've seen before. And I think it could work. Mm -hmm. And I think viewing it as a Star Trek movie in like the traditional Star Trek sense might not be the right way to look at it. View it as a Quentin Tarantino movie where he's playing with all the, like Quentin Tarantino is a great director who likes to play with you know a whole bunch of different interesting characters yeah this time you're just taking characters that already exist and playing with them mm -hmm. or at least the concept i'm not positive i think i heard he might be taking the the patrick stewart version i forget the, the next generation stuff sure yeah. yeah i don't know star trek uh i just know that uh professor x uh, and steve trevor were the two main captains on the shows um sure. close enough yeah uh but I think it, it's re it's really interesting just because mm -hmm. we're also going to see in Black Mirror, which is coming out really soon, they're doing a Star Trek episode. Yeah. Which I think will – if you're upset about this, uh huh, I think the Black Mirror episode is going to break you. Well, the Black Mirror episode, you know, it's it's not like an official like canon sort of thing, whereas this – I'm not sure if this will be canon. I mean, if they're making a movie – and it says Star Trek at the front. It's probably we, canon. Well, I mean, well, I, I'm saying it at like you know how there's been multiple Captain Kirks. This yeah. might just be like a different. I guess. Take. So I, I mean, you might be right. I don't know if it's going to be the canon canon. Yeah. And we'll we'll see what happens. And there's a chance that Quentin Tarantino is just a crazy person. Yeah. And the movie's gonna do great. Like, I can um, see this would be a good Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. I'm not sure this is the kind of movie that Star Trek fans are looking for. Yeah. So, we'll see. That's fair. That being said, uh, after Star Trek Beyond mm -hmm. um, this past summer, which did fine. It was two summers, two summers ago. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, two summers ago. Yeah. It did fine, but it definitely it, it underperformed. It made yeah. his money back, but it underperformed. Yeah, it didn't make as much money, but it, the people who saw it liked and, it. And the thing is... That was just a really solid Star Trek movie. Mm -hmm. If you're making a really solid Star Trek movie that fits in like, 
you know, there isn't much to make it that much better. Why not take a swing? Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I am all for taking a swing. I'll take this over not getting another Star Trek movie. That is fair. That is very fair. So we will see. Um, yeah. I am very interested in seeing what happens. I mean, personally, mm-hmm. uh, I'm more excited about the rated R than the Quentin Tarantino thing because I'm not the biggest Tarantino fan. Uh-huh. Like, I like some of his stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't love him like I know other you know film nerds do. Mm-hmm. Like people view Pulp, uh, Pulp Fiction as the greatest movie of all time, mm. I don't. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's, I kind of like Kill Bill, and I kind of like Inglorious Bastards, but yeah, uh, I don't love Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. We'll. I'm very interested in seeing what he does because this is the first time he's really making a big property. Yeah. Thing and there's a chance it works. There's a chance it bombs. Yeah. And by bombs, I mean for me. <laughs> uh, so we'll see it's gonna be weird it's gonna be crazy and i'm excited to see what happens yeah so all right um keeping it in space galaxy yeah. quest yeah tv show yeah galaxy quest getting a tv show uh which i think is interesting because one of the main people from galaxy quest was alan rickman who yes unfortunately will unable to be part of the tv show that is very true um i mean this series has you know has been previously announced yeah i believe um but it should be good paul Shear, uh who is a funny actor writer person mm-hmm. he's been hired to write it so i'm very excited about that because i think he's very funny yeah um and also another shout out to cousin debbie mm-hmm. uh, she casted the original um so we'll see what happens with with this new one and you know yeah that's i'll watch it at least yeah same yeah it's, it's coming to amazon and it should be yeah it should be pretty good so yeah so for some more beast based medium for beasts and galaxy quest i'm gonna be honest i never watched the original <laughs> i mean there's aliens but no okay all right the, the next couple of so you're saying are... dinosaurs are aliens it makes so much sense doesn't it yeah <laughs> Yeah, so Jurassic World mm-hmm. uh, got a trailer. That's as mm-hmm. much as I can really say, to be honest. Have you watched the trailer? I did watch the trailer. Yeah. Guess what, guys? There's dinosaurs in it. And a volcano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chris Pratt. And Bryce Dallas Howard. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was slightly underwhelmed. I... It, it didn't affect me at all. I... But I say it didn't affect me. It didn't. It didn't change your opinion. It didn't change my opinion. I am equally excited for it now as I was before. Mm-hmm. And like Jurassic World, the, the first one, I enjoyed. Yeah. It, it wasn't the greatest movie ever, but it was a fun movie. And dinosaurs are awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think the second one is currently on pace to do the same, and also make all the monies. So yeah, good for yeah. them. I'm not a big fan of like natural disaster type movies. Mm-hmm. So. And that's what this one feels like, but with dinosaurs. Yeah, but it has, it has dinosaurs. That, that's mean, the difference. This true. one has dinosaurs. It does have Jeff Goldblum, too, which yes. I admit was the best part of the trailer. Yes, Jeff Goldblum is... I've, I think I've said that about four times in this episode. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that is true. He is He is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for, for this movie. I mean, well, I mean, I'm definitely going to see it at least once. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so... Yeah. 
But other beast-based news. There we go. That's that was the right transition. That was the right transition. My bad. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying you one too <laughs> early. One too. It, this is good. This is good. Guys, guys, listen to this. <laughs> so another beast-based news: Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Too uh, gets you know some photos. It's got some casting stuff. Got a title now. Uh, got Johnny Depp. Yeah, which also uh, recently was a point of contention. Yeah, because uh, J- Johnny Depp also maybe not the best guy. Yeah, uh, and J.K. Rowling who defended it, uh, the casting, mm-hmm. uh, got called out on Twitter by Amber Heard, mm-hmm. who was Johnny Depp's ex-wife. Yeah, and potential or alleged victim or victim yeah <laughs> uh, i mean i don't entirely know how i feel about it but mm-hmm. also just that the reveal at the end of the first movie when they announced that it, or when they showed that it was johnny depp yeah and my just my sister just letting out a groan of like ugh, not again uh-huh and just the excitement that came over me because it was just so like random and wonderful that Johnny <laughs> Depp was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say, and all the stuff out, out outside of Johnny Depp uh, with what happens in the sequel should be should yeah. be good, but it's, it should be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but it's called the Crimes of Grindelwald or Grindelwald, yes. depending on how you want to pronounce it. They it also did get a release date. Uh, yes, so next November sixteenth. 2018 right before my birthday happy birthday yeah that's cool yeah well that that, that that movie sounds fantastic but i'm really more in the mood for something incredible nice hey uh so um i'm of course referring to incredibles 2 which got their first teaser mm-hmm. which is awesome yeah my favorite type of teaser because it revealed nothing about the movie oh yeah <laughs> but also was awesome and mm-hmm. had Jack Jack being a little fireball ball of chaos. Yeah, I think. And I don't know what this movie is going to be about, but it's probably going to be really cool and oh, yeah. amazing. And Brad Bird's back to mm-hmm. direct. It's just so I'm excited. It looks good. You know, the animation, of course, is always on it's, point. It's it. I mean, we don't know much. Yeah, I mean, we, we did get our first shot. Yeah, uh, there was a first image from the movie uh, photo, or official photo was released, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool with the whole family there in costume. Yeah, Jack Jack included. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think the only thing we'll we know see. is that it's supposed to take it take place like immediately after the first yeah. one. So. Yeah, so it's right after, which makes sense because they can get the uh, Ratzelberger cameo right out the way. <laughs> um, yeah, because he he came right at the end of the first one. Get him right at the beginning of the second one. Mm-hmm. Nice and easy. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, I'm yeah. very excited. Me too. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got. Uh, keeping it uh, in Disney. Uh, Mulan. Disney's Mulan, the live mm-hmm. action version. Yep. Has finally cast a star. Yeah. Crystal uh, Leo. Lau. I'm going to apologize now because that... It's certainly incorrect, but uh, she will be playing the part of Mulan, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. She is she is a Chinese actress, so yes. the at least initial fears of whitewashing were Well, uh I mean I again, another shout out to cousin Debbie. Mhm. She's casting this movie and Really? Yeah. And uh she at least when I talked to her made it very clear that they were definitely getting someone who mm-hmm. either is Chinese or part Chinese or uh, her parents are Chinese uh-huh. or so- something along those lines so they can keep it yeah. um, you know, as authentic as possible, still with the best people yeah. as possible. Um, and I don't know much about uh, Crystal uh, Liu. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm not even going to try her she's known as i'm gonna call her crystal let's go with crystal okay because that's already a uh, adaptation of her name uh because she changed it from liu uh yifei which i probably botched that uh and i'm just gonna gonna go with crystal because that's what she's known as so yeah all right so enough digging myself into that pronunciation hole (laughs) um yeah I, i mean i haven't really heard of her before this um i mean she's done stuff before Mm -hmm. uh i just haven't seen much of it uh so i'm excited to i mean i think also works because we're getting a fresh face for uh this iconic character yeah and sometimes when you cast a famous person to play an iconic role then it's the famous person yeah and the it's like the character and the famous person are fighting each other Mm -hmm. when you get an unknown to play such an iconic role then it can just be the role yeah so so it looks good i'm glad yeah. this is moving along and heading in the right direction yes so um yeah so speaking of live action adaptations there's mm-hmm. going to be a scooby-doo or uh, origin movie yeah called daphne and velma which is a real girl power film because not mm-hmm. only is it starring the two yeah. uh, females daphne and velma yeah it's also being uh, produced um, by Blondie Girl Productions, which is Ashley Tisdale mm-hmm. and Jennifer Tisdale's production company, which I think is great because <laughs> it's pretty much they're leaning into the whole uh, female empowerment in the, in the entertainment industry, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, and it's being produced by, you know, these. So it's a movie starring two female stars. I assume it's going to be directed by a female. And yeah. it's being produced by even more females. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. And also Daphne and Velma are fun, different characters that... Or by different, I mean the two characters are just different from yeah. each other, which plays well uh, on screen. Oh, yeah. So it should be pretty cool. Yeah. Plus the origin isn't really something, at least I've seen, explored a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'd be cool. It will definitely be cool. Uh, I mean, this is different than the uh, other Scooby-Doo movie that's in uh, development mm-hmm. uh, on, by Atlas and Warner Brothers, which is an animated Scooby-Doo movie, yeah. uh, which also should be awesome. But yeah. this and we'll, is... And we'll probably include Daphne and Velma. As well, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And I I also have to assume that Scooby's going to be in, in here. I don't know if it's going to be like a main part, but... Yeah. I mean, if it's an origin story... Scooby-Doo is not is a character in in the scooby-doo show yeah he's the titular character and if you do a spinoff of the other characters great they're just you know they 
Scoob's got to make an appearance. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, I'll be sitting in my seat going, rut row. <laughs> That's, that was bad. I apologize. Come that on, was, Errol. I, 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 Scooby-dooby-doo, where are you? See, that is a better... I should have gone with that. Yeah. And you know what? I also I, Mine would have been fine if I just uh, just leaned into it. I, just, I didn't commit fully. Mm-hmm. And it's that's fine. That's it, it was. It's there. It's out there. It could have been worse. Yeah. Could have been worse. But, you know, whatever. Let's, let's keep moving. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Almost there. Uh, this is something that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you podcast listeners might also be looking forward to this. Yes. The Welcome to Night Vale podcast is getting a TV adaption. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on the heels of Serial get, uh, being announced that they're also getting a TV show. You know, Welcome to Night Vale is getting Wait, one. What Serial? Serial? The Captain. podcast Serial? But not Captain Crunch? No, and, unfortunately. Or the Tricks Rabbit? Nope. Not. Is, is it going to, but is it going to be great? They tried to get Tony the Tiger, but it was too expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yes, but wait, is 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 this show for kids? Silly Rabbit. No, Welcome <laughs> Night Vale is probably not for kids. Uh, no, the serial one. Oh, probably also not for kids. Yeah, that just sounds cuckoo. Go bust. <laughs> right, that's enough of that joke. Uh, yeah, Welcome to Night Vale. Talk about it because I don't know that much about it. Yeah, uh, it's a podcast. It takes place uh, in a town called Night Vale that's very weird and you know has kind of mystical weird things going on, but everyone living their lives nonchalantly as if this is normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's done through a. Uh, through the format of like a radio news host giving the nightly news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's gained quite a large following. Yeah. And I am one of those people who enjoy it. But you know, it will be interesting to see it adapted for TV because, you know, podcasts are an audio medium mm-hmm. and this one in particular relies heavily on sound effects and you not being able to see what's going on. Yeah. And so I'll be very intrigued to see how they deal with that. Yeah, I mean, I attempted to get into Welcome to NFL a couple times, mm-hmm. and I never really was able to get into it. Yeah. Um, however, I do think that, for me, a visual medium is probably better. Mm-hmm. For it. Cause just because when I was listening to it, I, I, just, I couldn't get, I don't know, for some reason, I just I couldn't grab in, like, grab on and just fully dive into what the show was doing. Uh-huh. I think maybe with the visual component, it will make it all work better. Yeah. Um, and I also think this might be an, an, an interesting angle to take on, at least for me. I think if I'm scrolling through Facebook and they have like clips from the show, uh-huh. I know, like that's not the a good eight minute clip from the show mm-hmm. of like the newscast or whatever. Yeah. It's something that I would stop and watch. Mm-hmm. Listening to like a whole half an hour episode. Yeah. No is maybe a little bit too much maybe watching a whole half an hour episode if those clips are good enough and there's enough to keep me invested and mm-hmm. there's enough character development and stuff yeah which might not happen i'm not i don't mm-hmm. fully know the show i don't know if there's any because it seems like it's just a newscaster doing the news um, i mean there's definitely big arcs and storylines yeah, yeah, there, there, there's on, arcs, but... but like no like interpersonal character stuff at the beginning i would agree with you but Okay, well, that's as far as I got. Yeah, as with so, most things, the more deep in you get, you know, the, the more more complex. And okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, so we'll see when uh, when it gets a TV show. I'll definitely watch a couple episodes. Yeah. see if I like it. I'm just glad podcasts as a genre are getting you know, more yeah. public recognition. Yeah, so that's great. Um, all right, news. Other things that are being recognized. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh announce our nominees. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we'll go through this kind of quickly because you know 
we're already an hour and a half in. Yeah. And haven't even gotten to the two things that we promised that we would talk about <laughs> beginning of the episode. Yeah. And also, we're going to talk about these things a lot more in depth uh, when we get uh, either closer to the awards itself and mm-hmm. after I've seen the majority <laughs> of these movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially because a lot of these movies aren't even available yet. Yeah. Um, or at least not in, in Baltimore. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll definitely get back to all of these things. But just looking through it, uh, there's a couple, you know, maybe not surprises, but interesting things to take away. Yeah. Um, Dunkirk got a nomination for Best Motion Picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I've seen that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I I know a lot of other people really loved it. So yeah, it doesn't seem like your kind of movie, really. Anyway. Yeah. Um. However, The Shape of Water, mm-hmm. which is coming out next weekend. Uh huh. I'm very excited about that movie. I love Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is his, this is his movie, and from what I've heard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. On the internet, it's getting a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good buzz. So, we'll see, and I'll watch it when it comes out next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've heard all of these movies are good. Yeah, Call Me I By mean, Your Name. Uh, that's why they got nominated. Yeah, th- of course. But on on top of that, Call Me By Your Name got two additional nominations uh, mm-hmm. for leading actor and supporting actor, with Army Hammer Hammer and uh, Timothy Chalamet, I believe. Yeah. Um, also, The Post, which is coming, not out yet, but that's Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, yeah. uh, and a movie about news. And those three things usually mean Oscars. Yeah, so, especially because I think Steven Spielberg Oh, yeah, and it. Spielberg, so, of course. So that that's, that was an Oscar movie waiting to happen. I can also throw in John Williams just for good measure. But Exactly. Yeah, so that makes sense. I've also heard good things about three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Bad title, but good movie, apparently. Agreed. Uh, moving on to comedy, The Disaster Artist, which just got a wide release. I haven't seen it yet, but mm-hmm. I am very excited to see it. Yep. Very, I am very excited to see it. There we go. Yep. Uh, Get Out, which I also didn't see because it's scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did read the synopsis, uh, and it's really interesting, and I heard Jordan Peele did, uh, did a great job of that, mm-hmm. and people love it. It was a huge you know, oh, yeah. surprise success, so uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The Great Showman, that makes sense. Uh, I don't necessarily know how good it's going to be because it's not out yet. Yeah. Uh, neither are the reviews. However, it's a musical, and the Hollywood Foreign Press loves musicals. Yeah. So. And I love musicals too, so I'll probably go see that one. I mean, I'll see it as well. It's probably my guess. Is it's a very solid musical. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the greatest, but very solid. Yeah. Um, I Tanya, which is a movie about Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't realize that would be a comedy, but I also heard yeah, good things. And Margot Robbie, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, is uh, starring in that, and also got you know a nom- nom- nomination for that. Yep. And lastly, Lady Bird, uh, yeah, which, which I've gotten... heard great things about. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's still up there, but last I checked, I got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes after like two hundred plus reviews, which is pretty good mm-hmm. uh considering the only other movies that have done that are like toy story 2 and stuff like that yeah um which so crazy good um and also uh greta gerwig got the nomination for writing for that so mm-hmm. lots of good stuff yep um director talked about Guillermo del toro he's awesome uh martin mcdonough for three bo- uh, billboards christopher nolan um the thing that really stood out for me under best director ridley uh-huh. scott for all the money in the world 
Yeah. The reason why this stood out to me mm-hmm. is because All of the Money in the World was a movie that originally starred Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. And this movie's coming out in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. like December. Mm-hmm. About a month ago, they decided, hey, let's get rid of this Kevin Spacey guy, bring Christopher Plummer. Yeah. And apparently, they did a good job. No kidding. Like, last day, I, like, I want to watch this movie just to see, like, if it comes together and is, and is coherent. But yeah. apparently it is, because it got a nomination for Best Director. Yeah. And also, a Best Performance in a Supporting Role. Yeah. Uh, which is just ridiculous, given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I also think there's a chance that the story might have gotten bigger than the movie itself, which might, that might be part of the reason why I got True. a nominee. But that also means that the movie is at least a level where it's impressive that they did what they did. Yeah. So good for Ridley Scott, good for Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Um, bad for Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Jessica Chastain for Molly's Game, Sally Hawkins, Shape of Water, Francis McDormand, Three Billboards, Meryl Streep, The Post, Michelle Williams, All the Money in the World. Yep. Um, and a comedy, Judy Dench for Victoria and Abdul, I guess. I mean, the yeah. Golden Globes does. They, they do love Judy Dench and H- Helen Mirren, so <laughs> I guess good for them. Yep. Uh, but Marco Robbie, uh, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird, mm-hmm. uh, and Emma Stone for Battle of the Sexes, which. Do I have to watch that now? Because both her and Steve Carell got um, nominations, and I didn't think yeah. that they would. I mean, I heard the movie was fine. It's just not necessarily up there. Whatever. Uh, performance by an actor, uh, Timothy uh, Chalamet. Uh, I already talked about him. You know, Day-Lewis, uh, his final performance in Phantom Thread. Uh, Tom Hanks in The Post. Gary Oldman in The Darkest Hour, which is about um, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Winston Churchill. And oh right! His visual transformation in that is just ridiculous. I th- mm-hmm. there's a chance that they might win the Oscar for best makeup, mm-hmm. just because it's shocking how different he looks in the movie than how he actually looks. Yeah, and it looks like normal too. So yeah. I mean, they might not, but I think just they did a good job with that one part. And then also Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire, which is I heard that movie was fine. Yeah. So saw whatever. the trailer. It looked cool. Yeah. Uh, so then for actors in the comedy, Steve Carell in Battle of the Sexes, as I mentioned. Ansel Elgort in Baby Driver. Yeah. Surprising. I mean, I really like Baby Driver. I didn't necessarily think Ansel Elgort was the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I th- I thought he's the type of actor that this is, like, the perfect role for him. Yeah. Didn't necessarily think it was the best role or the most interesting or fun. Yeah. Like, I would... I would have liked to see um, Edgar Wright get nominated for that movie. Like, for directing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that might have been a better mm-hmm. part if, for giving Baby Driver its due. Yeah. But whatever. Um, but then also James Fraker from The Disaster Artist, which that makes sense because mm-hmm. he apparently goes all out. Very excited to see that. Hugh Jackman in The Great Sh- the Greatest Showman, which, again, the whole thing about musicals. Yep. Uh, and Daniel Kaluuya uh, from Get Out. So let's keep moving. Um Let's see. Anything else stick out? I mentioned Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Uh, best screenplay: Guillermo del Toro. Again, Greta Gerwig. Um, Aaron Sorkin for Molly's Game. Best score: John Williams. Yet again, Hans Zimmer for Dunkirk. Yeah. Head to head once again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. The Shape of Water also apparently has a great score. So I'm very excited to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Best Original Song. Oh, yeah. Uh, Home from Ferdinand. Good for Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. Mighty River from Modebound, which is uh, what's uh, Mary G. Oblige. Mm. Uh, Remember Me from Coco, yep. which I, I really want that to win. but Same. You know, whatever. Uh, the Star from The Star. The Star. And then This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Then my favorite category, best motion picture animated. We got some shockers in here. Yeah. Um, first, the Boss Baby. Mm-hmm. Like I watched it and I enjoyed that movie. I don't think it's best animated picture worthy. Yeah. Like it. Like it was fine. Mm-hmm. I know my cousins. Uh, my like two and four year old cousins. They had a phase where that was the only thing they watched. They watched it three times in one day when I was there. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Not that I'm complaining, but um, there's that. So mm-hmm. what else? There's the breadwinner, which I don't know if I've heard of that. I don't know. Um, same for loving Vincent. Hadn't heard of that. Yeah. Uh, then Ferdinand, mm-hmm. which that's John Cena as Ferdinand the Bull. Yeah. Which that is not out yet, but yeah, I didn't expect it to be good. Yeah, it looked. It, 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 it looked like a whatever animated movie yeah. with John Cena as the star. Like, they were banking on John Cena more than they were banking on it being a good movie. Yeah. But apparently it's good. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, not... I don't know if, I, if I'm taking shots at the Hollywood Foreign Press, mm-hmm. but the movie is an international story. And yeah, Hollywood Foreign Press, they occasionally lean into that a little bit yeah um so that might be it but yeah i don't know and then lastly most uh, most importantly and i think my favorite movie of the year Mm -hmm. coco yeah so yeah good for coco i'm kind of sad that boss baby won out over cars 3 yeah actually that that was i think cars 3 was really good but i think because it's cars 3 Mm -hmm. and people saw cars 2 uh, at least people that were voting yeah. Just didn't go back to Cars 3. Especially because if it got like a 95 or whatever on, mm-hmm. you know, Rotten Tomatoes, you know, like other Pixar movies. And I don't know if it's worth a 95, mm-hmm. but it, it, it wasn't worth a 95. I thought it was almost fairly rated, I think. Yeah. I would have put it in the 80s. That said, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not to nitpick about Cars 3, but <laughs> I thought it was definitely better than Boss Baby. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But whatever. Um still happy that Coco got the nominees going to win. Yeah. So uh, or at least I would I put my money on it. All right, yeah. best motion picture foreign language. Um haven't heard of any of these except for first they killed my father. That's Angelina Jolie. Uh-huh. Uh she did that. Mm-hmm. And then on to T V, a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. Um we got uh, wow. Let's see. Well, Game of Thrones got nominated. They weren't a bit weren't eligible last year. They were this year. They're gonna win all the awards. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, for Stranger Things, which I love. Yeah. Um, but still fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very interesting. There's only one nominee for for best uh, television series that's a drama. That's like a traditional network. Yeah. Well, I, and I think it's not surprising that there's only one. I think there, if anything, this is us is is become the anomaly because dramas on network television have become boring. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't been able to do it right. This is us has changed that, but 
Yeah. Yeah. But you've got The Crown, Game of Thrones, of course, mm-hmm. Handmaid's Tale, uh, Stranger Things. Then This Is Us. And This Is Us. So, so we'll see. I mean, Game of Thrones, I would assume, is going to win yeah, all of the things. Um, so yeah, for uh, musical or comedy, Blackish, which is just a really well-made mm-hmm. network comedy. Uh, the Marvelous uh, Mrs. Maisel, uh-huh. uh, which, have you heard of the show before? I've heard of it. So uh, it was one of the Amazon pilot season whatever shows. Uh-huh. Uh, so the pilot was out months ago. Yeah. They recently released all the episodes. Guess what you were in case you were wondering what I've been watching earlier today. Oh, is that what that was? It's this show. Uh-huh. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. I think of these five shows, it's my favorite. Um, that being said, I haven't seen Smilf, but <laughs> um, the marvelous. It, it's re- I think it's loosely based off of Joan Rivers' life. Mm-hmm. So it's this woman in the forties. I want to say fifties. Um, back when sexism was, well, I More. mean, it's, it, it still is a thing as we've learned yeah. over and over and over again recently, but more blatant when it, yeah, when it was definitely more out there, um, which I guess makes the show even more pertinent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it t- is about this woman who's just getting into comedy and it's really funny and also really heartfelt and yeah, there's a bunch of good, like great performances all around. So that's really good. Highly uh-huh. recommend it um yeah so all right let's keep it moving or let's go through the rest of it master of none mm-hmm. which fine i mean i really like it Aziz Ansari is great i mean yeah it's not my favorite but i really like it so uh smilf haven't seen it yet on showtime um i've heard it was good though yeah so and then will and grace on nbc i watched it uh it's just as good as the old show i believe i mean it's the same cast yeah, and I believe the same writers and stuff, and it capture it has the same energy, and you know, Megan mm-hmm. Mullally is awesome. Yeah, and it makes sense that it was nominated. I would probably, I would have added the Good Place to that list. Hmm. Um. Maybe or Will and Grace or Smilf. I haven't seen Smilf, so but I ultimately think it's a fine list. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, best television limited series or motion picture made for television. Big Little Lies heard great things. Fargo heard great things. Feud, Betty and Joan also heard bad, uh, good things. Sinner heard good things. Top of the Lake, China Girl, never heard of it. Same. So, yeah. I would probably put my money on Big Little Lies, but other than that, I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, best performances by an actress on a television series drama. Um... Someone from Outlander, which I've never watched. Claire Foy from The Crown, because, of course. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal from The Deuce. Um, that's a fun name to say, Deuce. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Maggie Gyllenhaal. That too. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Lane Ford for 13 Reasons Why. Um, I mean, I haven't seen it, but my sister saw it and thought it was fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that was necessarily a close performance, but whatever. And then, of course, Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Uh, best performance by an actress on a television series, musical comedy, Pamela uh, Adlon from Better Things. That's a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison Brie from Glow, another great show. Rachel uh, Brosnan, I think Rachel Brosnan. I don't know if I said that right, but that's from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Again, she does a great job. And then Issa Rae from Insecure. Seen a couple episodes. Uh, she also she's great. She also is the uh, you know writer of like 
she's the creative force behind it, so yeah. Issa Rae does a great job on that. Good. And then Frankie Shaw from Smilf. Again, I haven't seen it, but it's getting these knobs. Mm-hmm. Always good. Um, limited series, Bush Picture, uh, Best Performance by an Actress, Jessica Biel, Center, Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies, uh, Jessica Lange, Susan Sarandon, Reese Witherspoon. So pretty much it's Feud or Big Little Lies or Jessica Biel. Yeah. Um, and again, I think it's probably going to be uh, one of the Big Little Lies. So, um, we're going more in depth than I thought we would, but this is fun. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And then for best performance by an actress in a supporting role, we have two more Big Little Lies with Laura Dern and Shailene Woodley. There's also Michelle Pfeiffer and the Wizards of Lies. There's even more. There's a lot of lies here. <laughs> um, Chrissy Metz in This Is Us, mm-hmm. uh, and Anne Dowd on The Handmaiden's Tales. Yep. The Handmaiden's Tale. Um, all right, best performance by an actor in a television series drama. Really, Jason Bateman, Bateman for Ozark. I did not read this list as in depth <laughs> as I thought I did. Yeah, good for him. I mean, I haven't seen the show, but sure. Mm-hmm. Sterling K. Brown. Uh, he won at the Emmys, uh, so good for him. Hopefully, he can finish his speech this time. Uh, <laughs> Freddie Highmore from The Good Doctor. I was about to say Good Dinosaur, um, but I no, wish. The Good Doctor. I've seen the show. He's good, but it's th- this is the the network drama. Mm-hmm. That's just it, it's exactly what you think it is. It it, it mm-hmm. knows what it's going for and hits it. Yeah. Um it's not necessarily the most riveting uh-huh. entertainment, at least not for me, but for a certain crowd, it just gets a lot of viewers. So Yeah. Good for the good doctor. Uh then Bob Oker from Better Call Saul, Liev Shriver, Ray Donovan. Yep. Uh then actor Anthony Anderson for Black uh Blackish, Aziz Ansari. Master of None, Kevin Bacon from I Love Dick. Um, haven't seen that show. Or I, I saw one episode of the show. It was really weird. Uh, I assume he was fine in it. Whatever. Uh, yeah. William H. Macy, Shameless. Haven't watched it. I've heard it was heard good things. Mm-hmm. Probably should. It's like in its seventh or eighth season. I think right now it's just more of a schlep than anything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, And then Eric McCormick for Will and Grace. Then uh, actor in a limited series or motion picture. For television, Robert Nero, The Wizard of Lies, Jude Law, The Young Pope, Kyle MacLachlan, Twin Peaks, Ewan McGregor, Fargo, Jeffrey Rush, Genius. Um, the one thing I would add, I would add is I'm just realizing The Young Pope, which earlier this year I heard was hearing a lot of buzz about, mm-hmm. and I think only got one nomination. Yeah. So interesting. Hmm. Um, but Jude Law yet again mm-hmm. appearing up. Yeah, and then lastly, but definitely not least. Uh, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture. Uh, there is David uh, Wells from Fargo. Uh, be quiet, Siri. Uh, David Wells <laughs> from Fargo, uh, who was also in Wonder Woman. Uh, he's great. Alexander Skarsgård from Big Little Lies. He had again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Slater from Mr. Robot. Yeah. Alfred Molina from Feud, Betty and Joan. And lastly, my best friend, David Harbour from Stranger Things. Yep. He was also in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm surprised it's the only Mr. Robot we got. I heard a lot of buzz about about that one. Well, the thing was season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I've heard on other podcasts, um, and I've only watched about half season. It's a good show, but mm-hmm. people have t- been talking about how season one is like the greatest, like first season, mm-hmm. or like was a really good, well done first season. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And season two kind of went off the rails, ah. which explains a little bit why. Because there was also a bunch of other good actors. Mm-hmm. Why that? 
why Rami Malek didn't get a nomination this time around and why the show didn't get a nomination. Yeah. So that's fair. Christian Slater is also just good at acting, yeah. so that mm-hmm. makes sense why he still got a nomination. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so right now, we are getting dangerously close to two hours. <laughs> and on top of that, my computer is almost dead. Gotcha. So I think it is time for so long. Farewell. Let me sing one more song. <laughs> if you don't own the rights to this, so I'm going to stop right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we both did our jobs, so thank you for that. We are intelligent, <laughs> and we can do uh, just about anything that uh, we'd care to. Uh, so We're already going to get sued by all the cereal companies, man. Well, I just mentioned their names. I didn't sing copyrighted music. This <laughs> is because I did a monotone and because I did not use the words, I think we're cool. It's mm-hmm. a parody. It's a parody of the song. We're cool. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So cool. Thank you guys for listening to all this news. Um, so, you know, as I mentioned about Coco and Justice League, mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Very soon. Very soon. Well, that's going to be in a separate episode. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for now, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, follow, rate. download, rate. Um, all that jazz. All that jazz. Um, shameless plugs for my other podcast, uh, Onset with Errol Koenig uh, and Popcorn Confessionals. We have our first five episodes out, mm-hmm. uh, and they're all pretty cool. I agree. Um, yeah, our most recent one was Devil Wears Prada, just released uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, all in all, pretty good. Um, so, yeah, and then do all do all that stuff for this epi- uh, this podcast, Caught Monologuing, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, like, subscribe, download. You, uh, you heard the spiel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bye.